Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, what up? Welcome to the best of the best. Today is Tuesday, February 2, 2021. My name is JC Tevis. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new. Wow, February, a a a a a Valentine's Day is twelve days away. A a a a a. And you know what? What's cool is that the month started on a Monday. So if you're ever wondering what day it is this month, just divide by seven. Right? Does that work? Kinda. Like if it's the sixth, it's Saturday because it's the sixth day of the week. So if it's the twenty-first, that's obviously. A Sunday because Sunday is seven fourteen twenty one. Oh, I'm so smart! You're so smart. Anyway, happy February, everyone. Uh, how was your January? Was it crazy? Hmm? Did you buy stocks? GameStop, AMC, to the moon? Huh? Man, okay. So we talked about it on Hala Hala Show. Broadfits has a great explanation, which I've actually seen similar. Explanations using different uh, products or one was like a Taylor Swift analogy about how the why the shorting of, of stocks has now screwed over a lot of hedge funds and, and really rich companies that tried to bankrupt GameStop. So we talked about it in Hala Hala Show. So I'm just going to talk a little bit more about it, but not the technical aspect. If you want to check it out, just do some deep dives into uh, Reddit and Twitter and Google or you can go to our Hala Hala Show Let Your Fam Facebook page and read Broadfit's explanation there, which I think is really, really uh, easy to understand. But still, there's still one thing I don't understand. Like the whole shorting of something. I don't even know how why that's a thing. <laughs> I don't understand how that's even like – so you can bet on a company to fail and that's legal. <laughs> that's kind of whack, right? Um, I'm sure there's a reason why it exists. But the unlimited, like unlimited loss potential, it just it feels like, parang how 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 big do your balls have to be, right? To say to take a risk where you could potentially earn, or sorry, potentially lose unlimited amount of money, right? That's crazy. Just for the chance to make, well, I'm sure you can make millions and billions, but the fact that you could lose. Unlimited. I'm not even, it's not even a number. It's an unlimited amount of money. That's ballsy, man. So I bought stock, actually, uh, yeah, I bought stocks in AMC and GameStop. I only got one GameStop because I came in late. I came in at like 300 a pop. You know? That's like a, that's like one night with an escort. That's a lot of money, dude. <laughs> How do you know that pricing? No, I don't know. I'm just guessing. But AMC was at like $12. And it's, I mean, it was like, I don't know. If you go down the history line of maybe a month or two ago, it was maybe five, six, seven dollars Now it was like 12 when I bought in. So I put $1,000 into it. Or a little under 1000 I have 74 stocks in AMC. So now I'm just holding. And if you go on Reddit slash r slash Wall Street Bets, 
you're going to see all these terminology uh, and like basically everyone is saying, hold the line, diamond hands, diamond hands. So diamond hands means you don't fold, you don't, you don't sell, you keep the, the shares with you. Your hands are made of diamond. Conversely, there's toilet paper hands. If you're, and what they would say, this is not my words. They would call you a, a, a little baby bitch toilet paper hand bitch <laughs> because you're selling, because by selling, you're kind of helping out these big hedge funds. That's just the, the gist of it so now i'm hoping that amc goes to the moon that's another terminology and they use emojis they use rocket ship emojis and they say let's take this stock to the moon to jupiter to pluto to saturday I mean, they just they're all doing it in hopes of skyrocketing the stock para ma bankrupt yung mga hedge funds that were shorting these stocks uh, if you if you don't know what I'm talking about don't worry I don't either <laughs> okay so that's the big news in my life I mean it's money I was willing to lose uh, I mean I was my mind is set losing so a thousand plus I think GameStop so 300 so what is that $1,300 give or take 1400 I forgot something like that around that so maybe 70000 ish sixty. I don't know do the math on that I said, fuck it, right? Because what did you spend this January, JC? Nothing. Huh? What did you spend your Datu Puti world record breaking money on this month? Nothing. So I was like, fuck it. You know, Datu Puti to AMC to the moon. Okay. Let's move on. Let's move on, friends and family. What do you have? Okay. I finally, I think I have found a great source for news for this podcast. I just go to Google Entertainment News and it just, it's like an aggregate of all these entertainment news sources which one should we start with first huh should we talk about lebron james okay you know what i have a lebron james one because so uh, a certain number of fans are now allowed into the arena to watch nba games and i'm guessing these are the wealthy like super fucking rich people because the story i'm going to talk about is a courtside interaction between lebron james and a uh, a woman named Juliana Carlos. If you want to check her out, she's a she's a super hot blonde chick. <laughs> Juliana J U L I A N A, and then add an extra A, so Juliana A, and then Carlos C A R L O S. And he she she got into a verbal altercation with LeBron James. Supposedly because LeBron James and her husband were getting into war of words during the game. And she got kicked out. And I was like, damn, that's pretty... That's pretty stupid, right? How can you get kicked? I, I understand trash talking. But LeBron did say that he didn't feel like she deserved to get kicked out. Maybe because they were... She broke... She took off her mask to, to heckle. I, I could see that being a reason. I just think it's funny that... that somebody who's courtside could get kicked out how do you do that you must have said some really mean shit <laughs> and and i've read like i was looking up so who's this who's this woman's husband so this husband uh his name is uh chris carlos who lives in atlanta because the game was lakers versus the atlanta hawks and chris carlos actually there was another in not incident but a few years ago a woman went viral on the internet because she was wearing a really low cut top which showed a lot of her her boobies or her, her cleavage not her boobies well 
you know, where are boobies? Where does boobies, where does cleavage end and it, and then you call it boobies? Is it when you see nip? Right? Cleavage is just like the, the, like the top part, right? Like when you see it through the shirt, right? Isn't that cleavage? So if I, is it wrong to say that you can see the top of her boobies? Probably not, right? But when I think boobies, I think nipples. Right? When, when you think boobies, you imagine the boob and the nipple. I'm not saying it's just for women. It's just when I think, when I think of my own boobies, I, I think of my nipples hanging out. Yeah, I guess, okay. It's probably just to, you know, so you know what I'm talking about. So you can have a mental image, cleavage. So this woman was wearing a shirt that was exposing a lot of her cleavage. So it kind of went viral. And it turns out that woman was the girlfriend or the wife of this Chris Carlos, but it's not the same girl as the one we're talking about right now, the one that got kicked out. So something happened with them. They didn't work out, <laughs> but they sit, they sit courtside. <laughs> uh, Chris Carlos and whoever his, uh, spouse slash girlfriend is at the time. Seem to have courtside tickets to the to the Atlanta Hawks games, so she got kicked out. The reason why I find this newsworthy, I don't really care that she got kicked out. I don't really care about the whole she took off her mask because you know what, it's a fucking sports game, and I she probably got carried away. But I was looking on Reddit because I found this out on Reddit. I saw the clips on Reddit, and there was an article that a redditor posted that i found so interesting because if i if you go that's why i gave this woman's instagram because normally i wouldn't care like i i wouldn't care about like but i want you to go to her instagram juliana a carlos and take a look at her because one of the comments was like one look at her and i knew like i already knew exactly what her instagram would look like even without looking at instagram right so if you look at her like if you see her her one picture of her or an ig video of her you can kind of guess what her IG feed would look like. So it, it linked me to an article to the New Yorker, which I haven't read completely, but I'm just going to take excerpts of it. The Age of Instagram Face by Gia Tolentino. Oh, she sounds Filipina. She's writing for the New Yorker. How social media, Facetune, and plastic surgery created a single <laughs> cyborgian look. Um <laughs> uh. And if you just, if you read the article, it's, it's very interesting because you're like, oh yeah, you know what? Why is it that people who are, you know, rich, attractive and have money all seem to kind of look the same? <laughs> and it's because of all these, these apps, you know, uh, Facetune. I use Facetune. I won't lie to you. I use Facetune. I use Snapseed. To remove maybe uh, some pimples, some blemishes. I've used Facetune to kind of because yeah, no. What's your excuse, JC? I thought you're all for accepting. You know what? The camera adds ten pounds. I just take those ten pounds off. Okay, all right. Can we all just? Can you let me live? Okay. I know my face is not as fat as my selfie says it. Okay. <laughs> so Facetune does that for me, but I don't really use filters, and I think. But you've seen, you know, these Instagram people, they use the same filters. Um, and plastic surgery, it's the age of plastic surgery. Why, why, uh, but the, the plastic surgery is because why do they all look the same? It's because there's all this same look that everyone is going for, you know, the high cheekbones. It's basically the, like the Kardashian look. Right? I'm not blaming the Kardashians for everyone looking the same. Who wouldn't want to? Have the cleavage and the face and the lip fillers of, of a Kim Kardashian, right? I don't know. I, I'm not a woman, but I feel like if I was a woman, I would love to have what Kim Kardashian has, right? That's like me saying, 
I don't want to look like Chris Hemsworth. Of course I want to look like Chris Hemsworth. He's fucking hot, dude. But if we all look like Chris Hemsworth, we'd all look the same. So I'm just nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying. I'm just as an observation. Um. So yeah, read the article. It's it's very interesting. I I think you would enjoy it if you have noticed that social media is very. I don't know, symmetrical, you know, pardon the pun. <laughs> because of plastic surgery, you may get symmetrical. Yeah, I get it, I get it. Um, so, yeah, it talks, it talks about Kardashian. It talks about, uh, Vanderpump, Lisa Vanderpump, who you might know if you're a Morning Rush listener. Hazel Hottie, big fan of Lisa Vanderpump. And I, I just think that you should read it. It's such a good read. And at least like the 60, 70% that I've read so far. So enjoy it. Go look it up. Uh, I won't link it to the. You just Google it for me, okay? I don't. I'm. I don't, I'm too lazy to find the. It's on my phone, but I upload it on my laptop, and I have to search it in my laptop. So just Google the age of Instagram face, if you want to be more in depth. How social media face tune and plastic surgery created a single cyborgian look by Gia Tolentino. Let's look up who Gia Tolentino is now that we're on this. Sounds benign. Gia, Lo- Gia Tolentino is a staff writer at the New Yorker whose work includes an exploration of youth vaping. By the way, I quit vaping, uh, not out of, well, I tried to quit before, like, I, I quit for like two or three weeks, and then I got the hankering, I got the craving, but now I've quit out of necessity because my relax broke, and I don't really feel like buying a new, and you know what, I haven't been craving a relax or a cigarette lately, I'm not sure why, so good for me, yay, little wins, I think it's because I'm taking care of dogs, and I don't want them to get lung cancer. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't know. I don't know why I don't uh, crave it. Previously, this this uh, Gia Tolentino was a deputy editor at Jezebel. Oh, Jezebel! I know that website. That website's kind of a tabloid, though. And she got a. She moved up though to the New York because New Yorker is very. I don't know. What's the New York? New Yorker is very. It's what like smart people read. <laughs> I'm not saying if you read Jezebel, you're dumb. But the New Yorker is like highbrow shit. I think it's safe to say that. Huh. She served in the Peace Corps in Kyrgyzstan? What? What the hell is the Peace Corps? Like, I keep seeing it in movies and here. Well, what do they do? Are they like, are they like Habitat for Humanity? Let's Google that. Do you guys know? What is, what does the Peace Corps do? Do you guys know? Honestly. Honestly, I don't know. The Peace Corps is an independent agency and volunteer program run by the United States government providing international social and economic development assistance. Okay. So it's like the White Man's Guilt Association. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) But it's funded by the U.S. government providing international social blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, it's like a... It is like Habitat for Humanity, I guess. Volunteers are American citizens, typically with a college degree, who worked abroad for a period of two years after three months of training. Okay, so you do three months of training and then you do two years of service with the Peace Corps. Volunteers work with government school, government, sorry, government school, governments, comma, schools, comma, nonprofit organizations, comma, non-government organizations, and entrepreneurs in education, youth development. So, yeah, so it's basically you're going there to help out uh, people less fortunate, the different countries. Do you get paid, though? Does the Peace Corps pay? The does That sounds like a fun thing, but 
what do you where do you go from that you know it's work experience but if you want to get into the corporate world hypothetically does your peace corps shit count does the peace corps pay oh nice see it's the first google search peace corps provides a number of benefits that make the volunteer experience almost free flights to and from your country of service full medical and dental coverage a monthly living stipend i wonder how much their living stipend is though housing technical and language training and a readjustment allowance that's pretty neat man if you want to broaden your worldly horizons and do it for almost for free, according to this, what a uh, peacecore.gov, which I think is the official website, that's pretty nice. Oh, interesting. Shit, should I join the Peace Corps? But I want to go to like Japan and, you know, they don't need the Peace Corps in Japan. <laughs> They're going to send you to third world country. I would love to join the Peace Corps and have it do shit here in the Philippines. But then it's a two-year commitment. Maybe that's why people choose Habitat for Humanity and and, and Gawad Kalinga and all those instead of joining the Peace Corps. Well, well, I think well, Peace Corps is for U.S. citizens. So, but that's interesting. So she used to be part of the Peace Corps. This Gia Tolentino. All right, enough of this. What are we moving on to? I had more articles. BTS. Rika GGG's favorite, even though she doesn't support my podcast at all. It's okay. I don't watch her vlogs. I'm just kidding. I watch her vlog sometimes. BTS named one of the 10 best bands of all, t- all time. According to Esquire magazine, BTS has been named one of the 10 best bands ever by US magazine Esquire. The popular men's magazine, is it? Oh yeah, is it a men's magazine? With an 87 year history revealed its list over the weekend. Uh, just some quotes from the, uh, uh, from the article. While K-pop as a genre has been around for decades, BTS are, BTS is arguably one of the vanguard acts to pioneer K-pop's immeasurable worldwide success. With a fan base that is aptly described as ARMY, BTS's beloved septet, oh, septet, like quartet, trio, septet, has rapidly defined boy bands, fandoms, and pop music itself. The magazine also said the K-pop boy band's hit song Dynamite and Life Goes On Off. Okay, okay. The other, okay, so what are the other nine, JC? Who are the, in this hollowed, uh, top ten category? The Beatles. Okay, no surprise there. The Supremes. Okay. Fleetwood Mac. Why? Cause they had a song that went viral with the cranberry juice guy. Fleetwood Mac has like three good songs. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I'm not kidding. I don't like Fleetwood Mac. Queen. Okay. You know, I'll give it to Queen. Sly and the Family Stone. I will admit. Do you know any songs from Sly and the Family Stone? I don't know any songs. I've never heard of them. But they are listed here, so they must be, you know, uh, impactful somewhere down the line in, in the, like, maybe the 60s, I'm guessing. Let's look them up after we read the rest of the list. The Beach Boys. I love the Beach Boys. And I have said this time and time again. The Beach Boys, for me, are way better than the Beatles. They came out in the same era. The Beatles, you know, took over the world. Beach Boys were popular, but they were never, you know, there's no Beach Boy mania, unlike the Beatles. But I will, I will die on this hill. Beach Boys have much better music than the Beatles. You could play a lot of Beach Boy songs at parties. What are the Beatles songs you could play at a party? Name me one. Let it be. 
You want to bring everyone's mood down? Just play Let It Be. <laughs> hey, DJ, can you play Let It Be followed by Yellow Submarine? <laughs> Beach Boys. Good Vibrations. Kokomo. Uh, Summer Girls. Uh, I, I, off the top of my head, I can't remember, but there's so many good. Uh, Bar- uh, Barbara Ann. Dude, these are great songs. I used to jam out to the Beach Boys every summer in my car, my Mitsubishi 2006 Mitsubishi Eclipse. I would roll down the windows and blast the Beach Boys because they are fantastic. Okay, who else is on this list? ABBA. Okay, I can see ABBA, you know, Dancing Queen. Feel the beat of the Dancing Queen. Oh, yeah. I don't know the lyrics. Oh, tambourine, but a tambourine. The Temptations. I like the Temptations. I only know a few songs, so I can't comment, but I, you know, I'm not mad. And here's what I found surprising. Destiny's Child. Rounding out the list. Interesting, right? Destiny's Child, who, what, at their peak had how many years together? Four, maybe? Wait, when, when did Jumpin' Jumpin' come out? Ladies, leave your man at home. And that was when there were still four of them. Jumpin', 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 jumpin'. Beyonce. That was 1999. So when did Destiny's Child break up? I, I, I could be completely wrong here. But I just remember not liking a lot of Destiny's Child's music after, like, the, the early 2000s. 2006 is when they ended. So they had a, so it's my mistake, they started 1990. But what, what songs did they have in 1990 that were famous? 1998 was when they released their first album. 2004. So it was a six-year run. And you're telling me this six-year run qualify? I'm not hating on Destiny's Child. I'm just saying, what about like ACDC or, 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 or U2 or something? Or, 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 or Nickelback. <laughs> I'm just kidding, not Nickelback. <laughs> but yeah, aren't there more? Maybe because there was a girl group? Did they have to include a, a boy group and a girl group? I mean, if you think about it, what are the most iconic girl groups? Probably Destiny's Child is up there. You can make a case for maybe the Pussycat Dolls. Maybe. But you know, even they, they didn't have that long of a, of a peak. Little Mix. For me, I like little mixed music better than Destiny's Child music. But, I mean, they lost a member too. Um, it's kind of, and I'm just, I'm not, I'm not saying that they shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm saying they shouldn't be on the list. Aren't there more? If we're talking about bands, are they even, well, they're a girl grew. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I hope you don't think I'm being like sexist or something. <laughs> Because Fleetwood Mac is, you know, that's that's what's her name? What's who, who's the head singer of Fleetwood Mac? God damn it, man! I forgot her name. Fleetwood Mac lead singer. See Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. He's he's there. I don't like Fleetwood Mac, but I feel like okay, maybe they they warrant a spot on this list because I've heard their name. I don't. Know. Destiny's Child is just kind of weird. And you know, on that note, BTS also kind of weird. I get it because they're, they have millions and, and it's the age of social media, etc. I think I qualify this list by if I could just go up to a random person. Well, you know what? I lied. Now that, you know, it's a super popular song, 
I think most people can name you one BTS song. I think. My mom probably couldn't. My mom could probably name a song from almost all of these artists except for Destiny's Child and BTS. And maybe Sly in the Family Stone. My mom doesn't strike me as someone who's ever listened to them. I don't know. Let's look at them. Sly and the Family Stone. It's a band uh, from 1966 to 1983. Pivotal in the development of funk, soul, rock, and psychedelic music. Its core lineup was uh, led by Sly Stallone. Oh, sorry. Sly Stone. (laughs) What is their best song, though? Let's go check out their discography. Let's see. Holy shit, they have a lot of records. Mm, see, at least these this this group stayed together for like over more than six years. Unlike Destiny's Child, BTS is still relatively new. Um, everyday people sing a simple song. You know what? I bet I've heard some of the songs. I just didn't know it was them. There's a oh, these are albums. Sorry, singles. Dance to the music. Everyday people sing a simple song. Hot fun in the summertime. Everybody's a... St- I've never heard of these songs. You know what's a good group? The Partridge Family. <laughs> I like their song. I think I love you. So what am I so afraid of? Okay. So yeah, there we go. BTS included in the list of the top 10 bands. According to Esquire, of course, it's all subjective. What do you guys think about that? Interesting, right? See, I love Google. Yeah, okay. All right. So we talked about Army Hammer on the Hala Hala show. Uh, I think a, a week or two ago about he got accusations of cannibalism. So Army Hammer's estranged wife, Elizabeth Chambers, finally breaks silence on his sex scandal. So let's read it. This is from the LA Times. Elizabeth Chambers, TV personality who filed for divorce in July, is finally speaking out. For weeks, I've been trying to process everything that has transpired. I am, oh, I should do her voice. I'm shocked. Oh, no, that's not how she... I'm shocked, heartbroken, and devastated. Heartbreak aside, I am listening and will continue to listen and educate myself on these delicate matters. I didn't realize how much I didn't know. Okay, that's it. I support any victim of assault or abuse and urge anyone who has experienced this pain to seek the help she or he needs to heal. Chambers said she wouldn't comment further. Oh, that's it? You fucking LA Times, you little clickbaity bitch. God damn it, I hate it. So basically she's just, she's being very neutral. So there's nothing new, there's no news here. I thought, I thought she was gonna be like, yeah, he fucking ate uh, human people. Yeah, no, it's fucked up. Okay, never mind. I thought I had some cool content to talk about. Not cool, but you know, a follow up to news of the past. By, by the way, Christine DeSera, uh, it was announced according to like the autopsy, go Google it, that it was not a murder. So that I remember, it's like we had to follow that up sometime down the line. I mean, there's still people who have all these conspiracy theories, but as of now, it's uh, non-murder sitch, which is well, I guess the best case scenario in this case. You know, I mean, if someone's gonna die, hopefully it's not a murder and it's because of natural causes, right? I'd rather that be the case. So I'm not gonna. Should I say congratulations to the to the people who were accused? I don't know. I mean, is it weird? But, I mean, I guess I'm happy for them that they're not being wrongfully accused anymore. So, good job. Marilyn, okay, now we're, that, now we're on the Army Hammer. Now we're moving on to Marilyn Manson, who has also been, because uh, what's her name? Evan Rachel Wood, the actress, famous actress, went on Instagram and actually called out 
Marilyn Manson on her Instagram story she, for supposedly for years. Uh, I read this on an Instagram story of one of my friends. She had been talking about her abuser but never named him. But now, finally, in an Instagram story uh, named Brian Warner, a.k.a. Marilyn Manson. And she's also – so Evan Rachel Wood is also posting different people who have come forward uh, talking about Marilyn Manson, including some accusations. I remember these are just accusations that one one person said that Marilyn Manson or Brian – I'm just going to call him Marilyn – locked her in a room when they would fight and sometimes forced her to listen to him with other women. If it's true, it's really fucked up, man. Really effed up shit right there. So that's uh, that's what's going on with Marilyn Manson, who I've never listened to their music before. All I remember was that Marilyn Manson was a very smart person because I think they went on like a news interview. I mean, this was years ago. It kind of went viral because he was so well-spoken, even though he kind of looks, you know. I mean, come on, admit it. He's kind of creepy looking. I'm I'm not one I'm not saying like you should be afraid. I'm just if someone like Marilyn Manson in full makeup and in the black long nails and stuff walked up to you, you'd feel you'd feel a little slight hesitation like, "Oh, what the fuck?" Just for a little bit, right? Just for a little bit. Don't deny it, man. Marilyn Manson if you woke up and Marilyn Manson, I mean, it'd be scary if anyone was in front of you, but I would be just a little bit more scared if someone like Marilyn Manson was looking down at me when I woke up from a, from a snooze. Right? Is that wrong? Is that, am I being like some sort of, am I being exclusionary? I don't know. What's the term? It's not racist. Am I being like scariest? Like what's more scary? Okay, so Evan Rachel Wood and four other women accused Manson of grooming, abuse, and manipulation. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood wrote on Instagram, I'm done living in fear of retaliation, slander, or blackmail. So, you know, Marilyn Manson, very wealthy. He could have been holding a lot of, you know, know, because she said blackmail. So I wonder what he, if it's true, what he has on her. But she's also a very wealthy woman. So the fact that she's able to come out now, it's good for her. And we'll have to see. Uh, Marilyn Manson posted on Instagram, Obviously, my art and my life have long been magnets for controversy, but these recent claims about me are horrible distortions of reality. My intimate relationships have always been entirely consensual with like-minded partners, regardless of how and why others are now choosing to misrepresent the past. That is the truth. So here we go again. He said, she said, who do we believe? Of course, as the common uh, practices, you should take the side of the accuser. 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 Okay, I want to make sure I get that right. The ones that were, you know, reportedly or supposedly abused because that's usually they won't be lying about it. But once again, you also have to take it with a grain of salt. You never know. But the fact that it's Evan Rachel Wood, you know, very powerful woman, uh, I'm guessing multi-million, multi, you know, very wealthy. She's not after money, right? I'm sure she would be more after justice. I mean, why would someone who's super rich want to come after someone? I, I don't know. I just, I would understand maybe if, if, like, there are, there have been false accusations, people who want to bring down the reputation of an art. But this is Evan Rachel Wood. You know, we've seen her in movies. Go look her up. 
And you know, I, I know I've seen Evan Rachel. Have you watched 13? She was in 13, right? That movie is fucking fucked up. BT dubs. Uh, yeah, she was in 13. She was in, what have I watched with her in it? The Wrestler. I've seen that. What else? I know I've seen her. She was the voice of Queen Iduna in Frozen 2. So we've all heard her voice. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood. So we're going to have to follow that up. But I'm just letting you know that's what's happening right now with Marilyn Manson. Name me. Okay, gun to your head. Name five Marilyn Manson songs. Could you do it? I couldn't. Same with Sly in the Stone. Same with... Name me, name me ten Destiny's Child songs. I could probably... Okay, let's do it together. <coughs> let's think out loud. Jumpin' Jumpin', Independent Woman, uh, Baby Boy, Let Me Lose My Breath, uh, it's three, uh, shit, no, don't Google it, I know you're reaching for your Google, don't Google, Destiny's Child, let's think about it, what else have they sung, man, uh, I'm a survivor, okay, survivor, Stand Up For Love, but that's not even one of their iconic hits, but I say there we go, Stand Up For Love. Uh, if you count, I know that he loves me cause he's feeling, brown eyes, I like that, I love that version by the way, Destiny's Child, brown eyes. Um, what else do we have? Oh, Bootylicious, is my body too bootylicious for you baby? Cater to you. Okay, we're at eight. I'm just Googling these now, so <laughs> don't make it seem like uh, bills. Oh, can you pay my bills? Can you pay my automobiles? And bills, 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 bills. I ate a lot, so I have bill, bill. Okay, last one. Um, emotion. Well, emotion's another cover, right? Brown eyes. Oh wait, no, brown eyes is not a cover. It's emotion, which is a cover of the Bee Gees. Did the Bee Gees make the list? Did I say that? I lost the article already. Were the Bee Gees on the list? The Bee Gees were beat out by BTS and Destiny Child and Sly in the Stone. Okay. See, those are, I'm looking at the, the rest of these. these. The rest of the ones that I'm seeing here on, on, you know, Google search are not their best hits. Like If and Girl from their whack album. Their, their last album was whack. I'll get, I'll tell you right now. Destiny Fulfilled. That album sucks. Um, yeah. They they really I mean you, they had a Christmas song which was kind of ratchet like it wasn't a very good song if you ask me it's a forgettable it's called the eight days when the first day of Christmas my true love gave to me a man and diamond platinum rings um yeah I'm trying to see what else is there yeah Bill's bootylicious brown eyes cater to you dangerously in love which I don't really like emotion was good um yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. You're telling me that Destiny's Child, and, and, and to some extent, BTS, because BTS is famous for being BTS, but name me 10 BTS songs. Dynamite. I mean, iconic ones that people can name. Dynamite. Fake Love, I guess. Even my favorite song, Airplane Part 2, would not be an iconic BTS song, but it's their best song for me. Uh, Boy With Love. And uh, the one with Lauv is pretty good. Make it right. That's the one. That, uh, but name me ten BTS songs. Gun to your head. If you, unless you're an army, like as a casual fan, name me ten BTS songs. 
Because I think I could name you 10 Beatles songs. I'm pretty sure I could name you 10, um, even though it took me a while, I could name you 10 Beach Boy songs. Who else was on that list? Fuck. Esquire, you know, I got, I, I got, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much being a hypocrite because I, I probably couldn't name 10 songs of the other groups anyway. <laughs> like fucking Fleetwood Mac, I couldn't name you 10 songs. I, I'm full of shit. What am I talking about? Okay. Let's just move on. Uh, last thing we'll talk about since we are at, wow, Google News, you, you are the best. Women are warning creators about the TikTok silhouette challenge. I just saw this. I haven't read the article, so let's read it together. Dozens of videos on YouTube show how to remove the red filter and reveal posters' bodies? Huh? Okay, so by now you've probably seen the silhouette. I have not. So there's a silhouette challenge on TikTok with a distinct red filter. The trend started as a form of empowerment, a way for people to feel sexy and good in their bodies. But because everything's terrible, some people have found a way to turn a feel-good trend into depraved gratification. There are now many videos on YouTube instructing people how to use editing software or apps to change the contrast and color in a way that reduces the silhouette effect. Okay, so I'm guessing these are there's an there's a filter on TikTok where you could be naked and it's red so people can't see you naked but it shows your like your silhouette and now people have found out how to reverse this so you can see that. that's fucking weird but but I'm not defending the people who have found these methods but I am telling you 12 year old JC would probably want to know how I'm just, I'm just speaking out loud. Is it wrong? Yes. But 12 year old me didn't know any better because 12 year old me was a horny little boy, bro. Fucking humping the pillows and shit, right? We all did that. Right? <laughs> you wake up and you're like humping the pillows because you're like a fucking animal. <laughs> no, when I was 12 years old, you know what I was Googling? Naked Britney Spears. And do you remember that iconic fake Britney Spears topless photo? You know what I'm talking about. If you are the same age as me and you are a hot-blooded dude who was into naked chicks, you've probably seen the the fake naked Britney Spears photo. It's just I and it's is it yeah, of course, you know, I was not policed well enough as a child. <laughs> okay, is it uh, so let me once again, let me re- reiterate. Is it wrong to do this? Yes, but I would understand why some young men Young kids would probably... It's a TikTok generation. How many people on TikTok are 12 years old? There are a bunch of horny kids out there. So, I'm not blaming the people who posted their video. I'm just saying that this is a high possibility. And it's not just because there are pervs out there. There's always people my age, younger, I mean, you know, in 20s, 30s, 40s, who are pervs. They're, it's gonna... It, it's it's Men are pigs, bro. Men are trash, right? We know that. So... Uh, you know, unfortunately, that this is a thing. So I don't know. I, I mean, what, what, what are you saying, JC? Don't do this silhouette challenge. I, I mean, I don't care. But if it's happen, if, if, if there's a way to reverse it, people are gonna do it. And it sucks. I get it. It fucking sucks. There's a subreddit, supposedly, according to this article, that, uh, there was a si- Reddit slash r slash silhouette unfiltered, but it's been banned already. I'm guessing it's kind of like a, the fappening, you remember the fappening that happened a few years ago when, and a lot of celebrities nude photos were leaked. It just, it happens, man. You know, and you know what? I'm all for sexual empowerment. You know, if you feel sexy taking nudes and, and even displaying it as art or showing it to the world or only fans, good for you. But I will say, if you don't want to ever be seen naked, 
in, in public, like uh, on a public platform, it's probably best to just not take uh, naked photos. Of course, you can say, yeah, but that's like blaming the victim instead of, yes, I know that, but there are so many fucked up people in the world that there's going to be one fucked up person that's going to want to do it, right? And I can't control everyone, but the, the thing that you can control is yourself. Now, I don't want you to make it think like I'm anti, you know, anti, what do you call it? Like, sexuality like explore but that's it's the truth i'm just i'm trying to be realistic here like for example me i'm all for empowerment and whatever but well you know what if i had a rock hard abs and whatever but i still let's say i didn't want anyone to see my penis on the internet i would never create any content that would have my penis in it yet and it's not i'm not blaming i'm just saying i'm putting that on myself i'm not saying it's your fault if you let, let's say I'm not saying it's the people who did these videos, if they got reversed and exposed from the filter, it's not their fault. It's obviously the people who created this reverse effect. It's their fault, but it wouldn't have happened if they didn't post it. I'm not victim blaming them. I'm just saying that's the truth. It's reality, right? I'm at, am I, am I, am I wrong? It, it, Cause I feel like I might get canceled because some progressive uh, woke person is going to say, yo, JC, you're victim blame. I, I don't think so. I'm just saying. It's, it's, it's like saying, do you want to not have a baby? Then be abstinent. But of course, it feels good to want to do the baby making, uh, mechanics, even if you don't want a baby, but you still put yourself at a risk for having a baby. But it's on you. If you, if you get somebody pregnant, it's, it's, it's your responsibility in a way. I'm not saying it's your fault, but it's your responsibility, right? So if you post something naked online, you are also kind of responsible for your your content, right? Is that wrong? Is that is that victim? Bl- I don't think it is, right? I just don't want to get canceled. <laughs> I'm just saying, right? Let me just reiterate one more. I'm I'm being super defensive because in this, like I told you, I've been telling you, whenever someone says, "Oh, blank and blank is going viral on Twitter," what's the first thing you think of? What the fuck did they do wrong? Right. That's the first thing when someone is trending on Twitter. Chris Hemsworth trending on Twitter. Who the fuck did he sexually harass? That's the first thing that jumps into your head. Like it or not. So I don't want to get canceled. I'm just saying if you are not comfortable with your body getting exposed by evil people, do not create content that shows your body. Because even though you're make, you might make it for yourself, and I understand that you might make it for your partner or whatever, there, the internet is undefeated. I'm telling you right now, Wall Street bets is just an example of that. They, they, you can, you can literally change the world with the internet. There are spies who, who fucking spy on your webcam, uh, who can hack into your phone and take what is supposed to be private footage and, you know, and the thing is, most of us do it. And have you sent a nude? I've sent a nude. Show of hands. Who has sent a nude here? I have sent a nude. Now, if it expo- if it somehow gets exposed on the internet somehow, it's not my fault. It's the hacker's fault. But would it have ever been exposed had I not sent it? Never. Right? And I would be kicking myself. I would be like, fuck, I should have never taken that nude photo. But... I know it's not my fault that it got exposed, but but in a way, it would have never happened had I not done it. Does that make sense? I'm done talking about this. You can cancel me. 
I don't care. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> All right, man. That's the podcast. Uh, wow, that was a really good one. Thank you, Google News. C- came in clutch. Uh, Snoopy, my my dog, is lying here. Okay, um, it's not really my dog, but I'm her daddy, and she's my baby. Margo is also here. You want to say something? Okay, that's not them. They're sleeping. So I'm going to take off. I'll see you guys on Friday. Uh, please listen to Hala Hala Show. Season 2 mix number 5 is out. Let's check guys coming out tomorrow. We have a new Delibre. It's for Ipodo PH. Ipodo. And their, and their, uh, their buns. Oh my god. Their meat buns. Oh, so good. So if you want to join, listen to Hala Hala Show Season 2 mix number 5 to find out how it's free. Absolutely free. Kaya nga Delibre. Uh, you can follow my podcast Instagram, Tevez of the Best, or if you want to follow my personal Instagram, it's me, JC. It's all linked in the in the episode description. However, I only reply to your comments or messages usually on the podcast Instagram. So please message me on there. I rarely reply on my personal uh, because I get sent a lot of dick pics on there, and I just kind of just like want to l- not open anything from people I I don't know personally, you know. And then I'll expose your dick pic, and then. I'm going to blame you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's it, guys. Uh, take it easy. Uh, stay safe. Uh, if you're doing the red silhouette challenge, now you know the warnings. And that's it. I'll see you all. Say it with me. Later. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.